Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. I have as a guest with me here today, Kaylin Ellsbury. Kaylin is a speaker and author and just a phenomenal human being who has learned some things from some difficult circumstances in her life. Oh, big just today at Live on Purpose Radio. You should be used to this by now, folks. I welcome you, Kaylin. Thank you so much for coming to Live on Purpose Radio today. Yeah, I'm glad to be. Thank you. This will be fun. Are you as excited as I am? Probably more so, if you can believe it. Oh, man. (laughs) Good then. Kaylin, I could tell some more things about your story, but I'm, I'm feeling inclined to just turn it over to you to share with our listeners today a little bit about who you are, where you're coming from, so that they understand the context around some of the principles we'll get into later on. Yeah, so basically it was uh, 2014 and I was forced to quit my recruiting career due to excessive hospitalizations. I've got this disease called cystic fibrosis. Um, my lung wow. function was around 38%. was confined to a wheelchair. Uh, there was the talk of maybe at one point I'd be needing a lung transplant plan if I couldn't fight yet another hospitalization because there was so much bacteria in my lungs. And uh, I decided, you know, that just wasn't the life course for me. And I was very lucky. I responded to treatments uh, for a few reasons. Number one, I pushed myself to become a Zumba instructor. I also pushed Mm. myself to become a personal trainer. And uh, I wound up writing a book after I got on NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt where I took on a pharmaceutical company and my insurance company to get a $259,000 drug reduced to a price that I could afford so that way I could live longer. So I spearheaded all of that, decided to start a company, sell my book till it became a best-selling book on Amazon. And uh, now I'm fortunate enough to be able to give back. And I travel the country speaking about the journey and some of the lessons I've learned taking adversity and creating advantages out of it. Cystic fibrosis. That's something I know a little bit about. I shared with you before the show that I had a nephew who passed away from this particular disease. And it's, okay, you might challenge me on this, Kaylin. But I was going to say, it's not like the best diagnosis you'd ever want to get. <laughs> Meaning there's a high mortality rate. And I think you shared with me that the median age of, of mortality for this particular disease is about 21 years old. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. It's, or at least that's the statistic I remember seeing. There's wow. obviously the expected mortality, the median mortality the life transplant or the lung transplant mortality. So there's all kinds of different metrics, but around 21 is where it's currently at. Meaning that it's not highly expected or common for people to live past that. Correct. I mean, it does happen. You'll, you'll hear about these people who are 60, 70 years old, 
Um, but I know specifically for my mutation, it's one of the more common ones. Um, so mm -hmm. I, I can tell you, I'm the oldest of a lot of the people I knew growing up with the disease. They've all unfortunately passed. And it's all in the 20 to 25 range. Right. And I bring that up, Kaylin, because I just want people to understand the gravity of that particular situation. This is, this is not something that is to be taken lightly, or it's not like, you know, oh, well, I came down with the cold. This is a serious illness that takes people's lives. And while they are still living, it complicates a lot of things that you might not even think about. You mentioned breathing, but there's also digestion and some of the enzymes that are necessary for just running the different systems in your body. All of that gets thrown out of whack with CF. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we can look at the disease as lungs, of course, our mucus gets infected, but we also have the inability to digest food. Our pancreas is affected, thereby resulting in a rare form of diabetes. Um, surprisingly, a lot of people have heart attacks because when your lung functions so low, you can't necessarily mm. absorb the oxygen, so your heart has to pump faster. And then, of wow. course, years of malnutrition, et cetera, can also cause cancer. So it really affects, it's not just the lungs, it's a very common misconception. It affects every organ in the body. Right, right. So you've had a journey with this. You used the word journey, Kaylin, that caught my attention. <laughs> Yeah, it really, it has been a journey and I was born with it. Um, it's inherited, it's not inherited, sorry, it's genetic. So my parents didn't know they were carriers and they raised me what I would believe is to be completely differently than what I think most children have as their typical upbringing in that they didn't let me have any excuses with it. Uh, they were very, very strict as far as what I needed to do. And I remember there were times when I didn't necessarily want to work out to cough up the mucus to get rid of the infection. And mom would just matter of fact, tell me, well, it's up to you if you want to live. And so just kind of having that kind of an mm. attitude growing up, you really kind of develop that fighter's mentality. And you have to take accountability for yourself and your actions because really your life at this point depends on it. Right. So that was an important life lesson that you learned early on. Yeah, absolutely. And th there's so many of them that I speak about, but it stemmed from this, this kid, his, his name was Jake, and he was about six or seven. And at the time, at the University of Iowa hospitals and clinics, where I would always get hospitalized, we would go for our daily workouts. And during these workouts, we would face treadmills facing each other. And one day he shows up and he's wearing an oxygen mask. And he's like, I want to run like you can. And I use that as motivation to work out. You know, I don't want this six-year-old kid to beat me. And sure enough, he was put on a ventilator that evening and died that weekend. So it's always just been in the back of my mind, don't take anything for granted. Because if Jake could come back and he had a wish, it really would have been to be able to run. Right. Wow. Don't take anything for granted. Don't use your package in life as an excuse. Don't hide behind something as if you don't have anything to do with your life now. I'm reading into this a little bit, perhaps. Yeah, go for it. But these are some of the powerful life lessons that you got to learn early on because of, of your condition that I think everybody needs to learn at some point. Would you agree with that? 
Absolutely. I mean, mine's just cleverly packaged as cystic fibrosis. Everybody has something that's cleverly packaged as whatever it is. It's it's all a different affliction. Maybe it's um, drinking too much or maybe it's, you know, an avoidant or attached love style or inability to work as part of a team or non-communicative. Mine just happens to be titled cystic fibrosis, but we all have something that we're afflicted by that we can run from or embrace. Right. Right. And it looks different for different people, but the principles are the same. Absolutely. It's 100% the same. This is part of what you speak about. Tell us, what are some of these things that you've discovered as being principles that determine those outcomes in life? Because I think it's not just luck, right? It's not just, oh, well, some people can get lucky and have a great life and other people get CF. Uh, I mean, I say sometimes like, oh, I just got lucky. But, you know, I, I tend to say that only when I think the other person really isn't interested in learning or they're really just kind of not at that mental state to hear that you can make a difference in your own life. I think the first thing right. is your mind has to be ready to realize that it's not luck doesn't exist. Um, what's that famous quote? I'm sure you know of it. Like luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Uh, there's no oh, such yeah. thing as luck. And so at least for me, I found that as my truth. So, you know, some of the principles I speak about is obviously adversity as an advantage. And then stemming from the book that I wrote, I speak about the power of discovering your why or your what, or in my case, your why not. I, I took a different spin on it as opposed to the why. And then coming up with your vision board, learning how to negotiate habits, developing powerful habits. Because most people, as I'm sure you can relate, they tend to think of habits as good or bad. Well, what if you focus more on good habits than bad habits? What kind of a result over time does that create in your life? So I speak Mm -hmm. about the combination of those. Nice. Wow. You know what? We could spend an hour or more on any of those particular topics that you mentioned. I think that the crux of this thing, as I'm having this conversation with you, Kaylin, I'm realizing that it is so powerful to realize at some point that you have something to do with the quality of your life and it doesn't matter what your package is. That's kind of a bold statement. Yeah. And I would almost challenge that to say you have everything to do with the quality of your life instead of something. <laughs> oh, you're going to upgrade this thing. <laughs> uh, and not, not disrespectfully by any means, but I just, I have such a strong view that no matter what happens, it's up to you. It's just, I really believe in that. Wow. That's a powerful statement coming from you with the particular specifics of your package. And you know what? I'm not saying that cystic fibrosis is worse than something else. I mean, everybody's got their package, right? This this has been, dare I say, blessed Absolutely. with rather 100%. than cursed with. Um, and, and I want you to comment about that in just a minute. But this one that you've been blessed with has some obvious indicators that this is indeed a challenging circumstance to go through. I think anybody looking at it would say, wow, that's a tough one. But you feel that this is 
an advantage. Can you help us to see what you mean by that? Yeah, absolutely. So in one of my talks that I give, it's really, I go into three core philosophies and really Cystic Fibrosis taught me motivation, perseverance, it's taught me good habits. And I really believe this disease has taught me love and appreciation. So within each of those three sections, I really can get deep and it depends whatever you guys really want to hear about. But there's stories of my life where those are overwhelming, empowering themes. And when you construct your matrix and what you believe happens, you know, so for example, if I were to tell you, you know, what do footsteps mean to you? And you're like, oh, footsteps mean nothing. Well, if you're alone in the house and you're not expecting anyone to be there and you hear footsteps, suddenly footsteps mean something. It means you're about to get burgled, right? Or something like that. So I constructed these matrices of what it means to me. And those are the three core principles throughout my entire life that everything that happens or has happened can go into one of those matrices. And you can play both sides of the card. It just depends which side you want to pick and choose at. I love the way that you have framed that. I think as we come back from this first break, Kaylin, we can dive into some of the specifics around that and maybe some very practical things that you've learned from your experience that could be applicable for our listeners today. Does that sound good to you? Oh, absolutely. Let's do it. Folks, this is Kaylin Ellsbury at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. all know that I'm excited about positive psychology. Finally, there is an app that is available to help you feed your happy. My friend Scott Wilhite developed this app. Scott, tell us about it. Well, uh, it's called Feed Your Happy. It's like seven habits meets the Fitbit, where you get Mm, mental training on seven core skills to happiness, and you get the tracking ability too, so that you can chart. Anything you chart improves faster. If you like apps, if you like games, if you like happy, this is it. Feed Your Happy, it's available now in the App Store. And welcome back everyone. I've got Kaylin Ellsbury today at Live On Purpose Radio. Inspiring, Kaylin. You know, as you were talking during the first portion of our program today, You said that pretty much everything that you've learned and the principles that you've picked up come down to these three kind of categories or basic areas that almost everything can be lumped into. You mentioned uh, motivation and perseverance, for example, Um, good habits, and then also love and appreciation. I think we could spend... A whole program on any one of those. <laughs> More categories. than likely, yeah. <laughs> you know, and we spend a lot of time um, here at Live on Purpose Radio on, on motivation and perseverance. I've that's one of the topics that we take on a lot. I'm I'm curious about that second one, the good habits. That kind of caught my attention. Tell us a little bit more about good habits, what you mean by that, and then maybe. What are some practical things that our listeners might be able to do to to start to apply this one in their lives? Yeah, so we can go back as far as Aristotle with this one, right? And he said, we are what we repeatedly do. And so many people, I believe, think of habits in terms of what we do wrong. 
And we all tell each ourselves what we do wrong every single day. You know, maybe I shouldn't have eaten that second slice or in my case, fifth slice of pizza, right? But in any case, habits are also what we do right every day. And I remember when I was seven years old, I had the ability to learn how to turn off my IV drip machine because the alarm was mind-numbingly loud. And from there, I developed the habit of taking care of myself because I thought all seven-year-olds should learn how to operate their IV drip pool. Like, why wouldn't you? Because if you can't, there's no way you can use it as a skateboard when you slide past the nurse's station. And so I didn't realize that what I was building was that core fundamental habit. And then we think, I, I told you guys a little earlier on about Jake. Well, that developed the habit of working out. So if you take the habit right. of taking care of yourself, the habit of working out, then you can go a couple steps further. The habit of believing in yourself. I mean, you wouldn't think of that as a habit. You know, a habit's drinking too much. No, mm -hmm. a habit could also be believing in yourself when no one else does. And I really think that that was how I was able to get the, the drug that I'm on that helped save my life and limit the progression of the disease is when I was told no by the insurance company, I had the habit built in that you can't tell me no. And so then I used my recruiting background and I just started emailing people and cold calling and reaching out and getting on social media and doing what we do best, which my love for social media is a habit because with cystic fibrosis, we don't get to meet a lot of other people with the disease. It's all online. So there's so many mm -hmm. fundamental habits that we all have. And I, I really encourage everyone to create a list of the good habits they have that maybe they weren't aware that they had because they're so used to thinking of it as negatives. Right. The word habit sometimes gets associated with a negative connotation, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. But there is, I, I actually have an entire chapter of my book dedicated to habit. I'm so passionate about it. And Darren Hardy, he was the former editor, publisher, I believe, of uh, Success Magazine. Right. He used to always say, like, a daily routine built on good habits is the difference that separates most successful from everyone else. And oh, so it's really about it. programming your mind to think of the good habits that you have. How we think about ourselves does become habitual. Yeah. I think noticing it and taking a more intentional level of control is a huge benefit. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I mean, we tell ourselves everything bad every single day and I am absolutely no exception. I could tell you my faults probably a lot quicker than I can tell you where I'm great. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is you said it perfectly, recognize what is and what isn't. And just sometimes that recognition alone can get you to shift your mind's focus. I'm recalling also, Kaylin, a, a training that I attended once. And the material was from Dan Sullivan, who's uh, the founder of The Strategic Coach. And we've quoted him before on this show. But Dan said that a lot of people get concerned that they don't have enough discipline. You know, they're just not disciplined enough to do oh. this or that. He said, it's not about discipline. You are already 100% disciplined to your current set of habits. Oh, I like that. When we look at it that way, what you're saying makes so much sense. From a psychological standpoint, from everything that we know about success in business, in relationships, you establish the right habits, and you're already 100% disciplined to your current set of habits. Mm -hmm. If those aren't working for you, 
Maybe it's time to get some new habits installed. <laughs> I love it. And yeah, actually, part of my book is I break down five core habits and habit number two, get this, it's discipline. So ah. that's funny. Yeah. Well, it's a little different take on that because discipline is all about being able to follow a particular course, right? Or mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but if yeah. one of your habits is discipline, this is good. Yeah, you're exactly yeah. right. Kaylin, we have to take a little diversion here for just a moment because we haven't yet told the listeners about your book. We've mentioned it a few times. It's come up. I, I said that you were an author. Can you tell us a little bit more about your book, where people can find it? Uh, Let's capitalize on that. Oh, yeah, I'd appreciate that. So it's you can find it a couple places. Amazon, just type in my name, K-L-Y-N, or go to misskln.com, and it'll pull up. But really, it's the story. It's called I Am Blank, The Untold Story of Success. And it's really raw emotion and wisdom. And what I did is I interviewed... Mm -hmm famous entrepreneurs that I thought were influential. So we're talking athletes like Boomer Esiason, uh, Sharon Lecter, the co-founder of Netflix, many others. And I got into what it was like for them at their absolute darkest days. We have a guy who he was not sure if he could pay payroll or his light bill, stuff like that. You know, should you Mm. put your business, move in with mom and dad? And these are all successful people. And I learned that essentially their darkest days aren't any different than my darkest days in the hospital. And I actually wrote this book in the hospital. Um, it gave me something to do. And I just went on this quest to find out what the minds of people that I wanted to one day be like were, what went through their minds. Excuse me on that one. And so when I came up with it, I, I didn't want to share my story at all. But I had people say, you need to create the backdrop. So every single chapter opens up with a very personal touch Uh, It's like you get to know me one-on-one. I don't hold back. It's emotional. I've been told people cry throughout the whole thing. If you read the Mm -hmm. reviews on Amazon, like don't get this book if you're afraid to cry and come in tune with your feelings. You will have a moment. And then after the first chapters begin with my story, the, the latter part of every chapter concludes with backing it up by what these influential entrepreneurs and, uh, influencers went through. Yes. And their stories have different details, but the principles are common, aren't they? Absolutely. I mean, it's stuff about knowing your why, practice, momentum, how to make decisions, the power of your subconscious mind, learning stages, high self-esteem, how to create it. And it goes all down the list. I mean, there's there's 10 chapters and each one has actionable strategies sent against that emotional backdrop. You know, Kaylin, when... When we get trapped, and and I use the word trapped intentionally because is it really a trap? I don't know. But when we get trapped in our own thinking about our circumstances, about who we are, the title of your book is I Am Blank. Mm -hmm. We always fill in the blank. Yeah. (laughs) How we we fill it in. Now, that's going to make a difference in the outcomes. Yeah. Um, it is such a powerful creation creation statement. I, I teach a course about the power of our mind in two different modes, and that's evaluation mode where we evaluate our life and then creation mode where we create what's coming. And we use our imagination in both. And this I am statement 
sets us up for what we're capable of creating. Yeah, absolutely. Have and you noticed that we're powerful to create a mess? <laughs> yes, yes, we absolutely are. I, I love that. And we do. Is, I don't know about you, but I create messes every single day. Oh like, my gosh. Oh. Yeah. And, and that's good news. Yeah, because I never create the same mess twice, but I get creative with them. That's for sure. <laughs> we're able to create a mess. What that means is we're capable of creation. And what else might we be able to create? Mm-hmm. Right? Messes are masterpieces. And I'm thinking, let's get intentional about that. Yeah. And see what, what direction we can steer our powerful mind to go create something. Yeah, and you're so right. So side note, this uh, this year, you know how we have those lists, like who do you want to have dinner with one day, right? Oh, yeah. And we both could list probably 55 people, right? Sure. So I took a deck of cards, actually, that I did this Sunday. I took a deck of cards, and I taped it to one of those ruled index card spiral notebooks. And so I have a hit list, and my deck of cards, each card corresponds to a name. And so I'm going after like the people I want to connect with and build relationships with in 2018. I figure... 52 cards, 52 weeks. So yeah, let's not wow. create messes. Let's do masterpieces. I'm, I'm stealing that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And you're doing this intentionally. Yeah, you have to, because then it's just going to be another mess. <laughs> and dear listeners, notice that Kaylin is doing this in the context of her particular package. We've all got our package, right, Kaylin? I mean, it's- Absolutely. It's not that because you have CF that you can't do this or that. Maybe you get to do things differently. Maybe you get to be more intentional about certain aspects of your life because of your package. The principles are still the same. And I think that you're just, you're a glowing example of that. I just appreciate the way you've brought that today for Live On Purpose Radio. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, I can't thank you enough for having me on. It's It's been fun getting to know you better. And then hopefully this inspires someone to make the changes that they need in their life. You know what, before we sign off, I want to give you a chance to just address at least briefly that last, the third category that you mentioned. And, yeah. and I jotted down some notes here, motivation and perseverance, right? Good habits. And we've got some good ideas about that now. Love and appreciation. That's the I, one that gets me. I think we'd be missing it if we didn't you know, take this on at least for a moment or two. Can you I think you're 100% right. So I the, the story that resonates with me is my boyfriend and I were on a double date with a couple that we barely knew. And we were having wine and I start coughing because that's kind of my thing. And my boyfriend goes, Oh, she'll be fine. She'll snap out of it because he's used to it, right? right? But they weren't. And they looked like, do we need to call an ambulance? What is going on? This poor chick hasn't breathed for 10 minutes. She's just hacking in a corner. And we're very nonchalant. And, you know, we share a little bit about what CF is and you see their faces change. And there's two ways to look at that. Oh, my gosh, I'm embarrassed. Oh, my gosh, they pity me. Oh, my gosh, insert whatever random thing we want to think here. Sure. But then the conversation shifted. When I came back to the table, we poured some more wine And our conversation went deep. And all of my conversations with people tend to go very deep. They're vulnerable. People share authentically. They lead from the heart. And it actually occurred to me that maybe cystic fibrosis, the symbol of it is 65 roses. Because when kids are diagnosed with the disease, they're taught to say 65 roses instead of pronounce it cystic fibrosis. 
And what does the symbol of a rose mean? Love. And so for me, there's really no difference between love and 65 roses. And I'd like to think that me sharing my story teaches, you know, parents to maybe spend a little less time at the office and a little more time playing with their children or, you know, the husband to take the wife out for a date that she's been wanting to go that he couldn't justify the cost on. Um, I think it's why my boyfriend surprised me with the trip to Italy is none of us know how much time we have left. So at the end of the day, what do we have? It's, it's really that core emotion. Right. Oh, I'm glad that you said that. I'm glad you asked. I was kind of sad that we might have skipped over that one. Yeah, well, we can't skip that part because really this gives the context to everything else. Absolutely. What you just said, Kaylin, is so powerful because none of us know how long we're here. Yeah. I've there's there's a song I really like by Tim McGraw, Live Like You Were Dying. Absolutely. And and the theme is, you know, if you knew that you were checking out in a week, how would you spend this one? Mm-hmm. If you knew you'd only be here for a year, how would you spend that one? Yeah. Um, the thing is, we've got today. And you never see a headstone that reads, oh, I wish I would have spent more time at the office. Yeah. It's, it's a, a yeah, it, relationships and the love, isn't it? It is. And I always say, like, you know, not pursuing the lives you're meant to live should be our greatest fear. And then dying in our 20s, but living to our 80s is the real affliction. Right. So mm. true. Wow. Well said. Kaylin, I think you mentioned your your website earlier. It's Miss Kaylin. Is that, did I get yeah. that right? Yeah, you did. It looks like Clint, everyone. So if you're like, he mispronounced it. No, he did not. It is K-L-Y-N. Looks like Clint pronounced Kaylin. Beautiful. Miss <laughs> Kaylin is the website and the book is I Am Blank. And you can get that on Amazon or through the website. Um, I, I keep thinking... What else do you want to share as we close up? But you know what? I think what we just talked about really is the key. Yeah. The context to our whole existence is experiencing that love and that connection. And then we all have a context. We all have a package. Um, Whatever your package is, you can do it through principle. Yeah. You're exactly right. And I think that is is the perfect close. I I always say in my speeches... (laughs) Um, It's only our interpretation of what is going on that is actually going on. Right. That creates our reality, doesn't it? It does. Kaylin, thank you so much for showing up today. Yeah, absolutely. It's been delightful. I'm so glad that we have this opportunity to connect. Folks, you've heard it from Kaylin Ellsbury, spelled (laughs) K-L-Y-N. Hopefully you got something today that you can use and, and... apply in your own life because it is time now to go live on purpose. Mm